29th roundup of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. My name is Anu. I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, paid media, and especially my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already on everybody's laptop. Yes, that's right. It's Microsoft Excel. Um, so yeah, I hope you like uh, my new intro music there. Um, I tried it out for a video that I did with um, Dan Ryland of Ryland Consultancy when he interviewed me on my experience in starting my consultancy and my time in the industry there. So I just tried, decided that, you know, I tried for the podcast as well, you know, see how that, you know, um, works and you know just trying to be more unified with um all this the song that i use uh so yeah so do check that video out as well you know i'll put a link to the site so that you hear about you know you know tips on how to get into it how to just get started to planning and um yeah just you know how i found um the digital advertising world especially in terms of paid search for myself so yeah in this episode we have kirk williams of zato leading us in a chat on the holiday season as it pertains to e-commerce um, and lead generation ppc accounts so yes we do have halloween thanksgiving especially for america and the biggest christmas coming up so definitely not too early to start planning those busy traffics um during times when all we want to do is eat turkey so um yeah so let's get our learning hats on and see what the experts have for us today so um yeah so Kirk starts off with for today's PPC chat we'll be thinking about the upcoming holiday season and um yeah the e-commerce and um lead gen um and lead gen PPC accounts um let's get started with a roll call so you know just saying hi to people so we got Glenn Schmelzel who says hi Kim Dotty who says got some work to do but I'm happy to pop in every now and then um then we've got Tina Imperial also saying howdy um as well as, well as Mark Gustafson um giving like a high emotic on there so she um kirk starts off with question one saying what is something you are doing differently this year than any other year to prepare for the holidays um we've got um julia vice coming in with her answer to question one saying branding this is the first holiday where i've been able to do tv radio and billboards alongside with my digital campaigns i'm doing lots of direct action but boosted by lots of media Oh, and then, yeah, Kirk Williams replies to that saying, Ooh, sounds fun. I assume you see a bump to branded PPC campaigns as you push hard on offline branding efforts. Would be interesting to compare your own year. Um, so, yeah, Julie Puccini then comes in saying, I'm mostly lurking today as I don't do much in econ. Um, so, but yeah, with um, their answer, his answer to question one, Kirk says, we are using more bid automation than previous years in Google or Bing ads. So we're working into our planning purposeful times to adjust targets several days before or after key dates to ensure the system has time to adjust to significant changes. Um, Elevated Marketing replies to question one saying, more involved with shopping campaigns. Mark Gustafson replies to question one as well. This obviously depends on product type industry, but compiling lists of those that were first time purchasers last holiday season or people that have only purchased once and use a promo code. Um, and then we've got, um, yeah, it rounded eyes replying to um, Kirk, where Kirk was like, oh, sounds fun. I assume you see a bump to branded PPC campaigns. Um, Julia replies saying, I'm expecting that, but I'm also not sure 
I'll be able to do a real comparison. These companies are very new to digital, so they don't have always on branding running. I'll have to look at Lyft over the whole account to be sure. Um, Kirk replies, it's like true attribution gets messy if you really want to market well cross-channel. Um, Julia replies, dude, that's hard enough with clients, so do always on. Um, it's it's hard enough with clients, so do always on. With the on-off broadcast approach, who even knows? <laughs> so yeah, Margaret Sisson replies to that, bless us with case studies afterwards. Yes, I agree with that. And Julia replies, yes, I'll do my best. Um, yeah, so we then got... Um, Kirk then going um, straight into question two because he says some good answers for question one as people sleepily roll into PPC chat. Let's go to question two. Um, and then, yeah, Kirk goes, when do you expect to begin ramping up budget and bids for the holiday season or have you already? Uh, Matt replies, um, Matt Mason replies to question two, saying working with a client that has more limited resources this year. So we're focusing on a key point in time where they have a competitive advantage and hedging our bets there. Got Doug R. Thomas replying to question two, saying because lead gen always slows down during the holidays, we likely won't be ramping up per se. But my plan is to shift strategies around the week of Thanksgiving. Um, and yeah, um, Kirk replies to Matt Mason where Matt says, working with a client that has more limited resources this year, so we're focusing on a key point in time where they have competitive advantage and hedging our bets there. And Kirk replies, really great idea. Instead of trying to do the whole seasonal focus on crushing a certain point in time, so focus on crushing a certain point in time, marketing that well, then fulfilling those orders and calling it good. We've then got um, Kirkwell's reply to question two, where he says it depends on the account, obviously, but more often than not, we start ramping up in late October, early November, with the assumption that the core spend window is between Black Friday and the final shopping, um, final shipping day before Christmas. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Marks Media then replying to um, question one, saying, in regards to our main PPC client, we'll be targeting some of the upcoming holidays as they'll be open for busier business for Thanksgiving and Christmas since they're restaurants. This includes dedicated campaigns or targeted ad groups with keywords and copy to boot. Uh, Amali replies, um, comes in a little bit later in morning, everyone. Someone point me in the direction of our host today so I can play catch up. <laughs> okay. And um, yeah, we've then got Elevated Marketing replying to question two saying, I wonder how many people have ensured their website this year can handle the additional traffic, servers and hosting on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. I heard of people last year that had site crashes. Even Amazon had this on Prime Day. Wow. Yeah. So guys, make sure your servers can handle the extra traffic if you're expecting it. So yeah, we've got Max Media then um, replying to question two saying, we'll likely ramp up budgets, bids for the holiday priorities come late October, early November as Thanksgiving is a little over a month away. So yeah, so um, Kirk replies, great thoughts on seasonal timing. Let's go to question three. Um, but before we do that, Amalia gives her answers to question one, um, um, which goes, this is actually the first year I've been given the opportunity to prep strategically for the holidays. So I'm learning from my colleagues. Previously, I was, an, I was in automotive, I was in automotive where holidays are dictated by OEMs. Um, so yeah, Kirk comes in with question three, saying, how do you determine additional budget budget for the holiday season for planning purposes, specific number examples encouraged? Do you have a specific process behind it, um, be besides 
sorry, do you have a specific process beyond it depends? So yeah, we've got Amalia replying to question two, saying currently for some clients, we're building email lists with holiday anticipation, events related, but the real drive starts after November 11th. We like to wait until after Remembrance Day. Oh yeah, that's the one um, I forgot to mention. Um, so yeah, we've got Mark Gustafson replying to question two, saying, um, so for some accounts, we've strategically invested more in competitor and non-branded terms in search to hit them with specific campaigns lead gen ads now so um they're the first to know about black friday deals we could kill too um so yeah we've got julia advice replying to question three saying it definitely depends but i'm able to tie up a generalized higher cpc more competitors in the auction and the ever helpful how much do you need to spend by year end got amalia replying to question three saying we're looking at last year's numbers and adapting based on what our client is comfortable spending. So they spent $1,000 extra and want to do that again. Where did they see the highest ROI? We're investing more into that channel and supplementing with branding. Got Elevated Marketing replying to question three saying, luckily we have historical data for our e-commerce clients to make a budget from PPC. Um, so we've got Kirk Williams replying to question three saying, um, I like to use the change in last year's budget before or after holidays to estimate a recommended percentage holiday growth. Then we translate that to this year's current spend and increase an additional 10 to 15% for competitive rises. Obviously, this is, this depends on client approval. Okay, and then um, actually, I think I read Elevated Marketing's answer to question three wrong, so I'll just read that again, where they said, um, luckily, we have historical data for our e-commerce clients to make a budget from. And so, yeah, that was just hashtag PPC chat um, ended there. So we've got J.D. Pratter then um, replying to uh, Matt Mason, where Matt had said, um, previous learnings from past holidays and event-based uh, moments um, in, in terms of how does he determine um, the key point in time. And he said there was a clear trend on timing of when we gained the most traction. That's as specific as I can get without giving too much away. So J.D. Pratter said, gotcha. Are you focusing on specific channels or more of a be present on all channels during this time? Got Matt Mason replying, being present in the channels that drive high volume. Limited budgets means we need to be smarter. Still have a mix, but focused on channels that drive quality traffic. Um, so JD replies to that, for example, are you going all in on Black Friday and Cyber Monday time-based events? Um, Matt Mason replies to that saying, nope, limited budgets would make that time frame very hard to compete in, going in on a two-and-a-half-week two time frame and ramping towards the end. Okay, so guys, it's all about strategic. Because you have limited budget doesn't mean you don't do anything. Just making sure that you know your key times of when you know, you can, you'll be getting the most opportunity. And then we've got Matt Mason replying to question three, where he goes, um, I usually look at, look at the impression share, figure out what I'm missing out on, then calculate what I could get at incremental points, i.e., if, uh, if I only have 50% impression share, what could we feasibly get if we added 
xx to get to 60%. Um, and yeah, so we then got Mark Gustafson actually replying as well to Matt Mason, where Matt Mason had said previous learnings from past holidays and event-based moments. There was a clear trend on timing of when we gained the most traction. That's as specific as I can get without giving too much away. And Mark replies to that saying, do you think this is going to be consistent year over year or was it due to the landscape and what others were doing or other external factors? Um, Mason replies, think the budget being low will be consistent or the strategy? Um, Mark Gustafson replies, the timing. Matt Mason replies, the timing should remain consistent as long as the client is one of the few that's able to deliver on their USP. J.D. Pratter goes, um, fun stuff. You should definitely write about the results afterwards. There's some really great strategies going on there about people using there. So I hope you guys are listening, learning and taking notes for your holiday traffic. So yeah, Amalia replies to that very good question um so yeah we've got Amalia then replying to question three saying um i actually have an incredibly cool opportunity with my currency exchange client to run a travel focused why put another stop between you and mexico kind of campaign um they have pesos um on hand and we're advertising that so not holiday focused but fun um and yeah so we've got um kakwilin I'm going great example of question four coming to you now. So lead gen folks, how do you typically prepare for the holidays? Is this a low point in the year seasonally business as usual, or do you see a bump as well? Um, but before that, Mark Gustafson replies to question three, saying reference historical data, but get people on board for rules, scale budgets with CPA um, less than X or ROAS let, um, greater than X. Um, so yeah, Amalia then replies, haha, great question, Kirk. Um, for an answer to question four, she goes, depends. Some of my clients see dips, so we prepare by lowering budgets and hunkering down for the season, knowing people are bombarded. Or like my example before, we find a way to cut through the noise from a branding perspective. Yeah, when I worked on B2B, you know, because it's very much um, our traffic is usually during working hours, during, you know, Monday to Friday, nine to five. Holiday was a little bit of a slow period, which meant we didn't really panic too much about extra traffic over the holidays. So we really enjoyed our turkeys and all of that. So we've got Lisa Sanna replying to question three saying, if offers are similar year to year, look at days of highest conversion rates and profitability and place your bets on extra budget there. It might not necessarily be um, be BF or CM. I'm trying to think of what those initials mean. And if I can think of it, I'll let you know before the end of this chat. <laughs> so we've got Dogar Thomas replying to question four, saying, when I was in legal lead gen, with sea surge volume and conversion rates drop, it gave us a great boost in January, though, with unused spend and a large set of folks looking for their legal needs again. Okay. Got elevated marketing replying to question four, saying, we definitely have some clients. We just keep the lights on like landscapers, for example. Mark Gustafson replies to question four, saying, depends case by case, but I would love to see Lead Gen do a B2B Black Friday with a focus on next year's budget. Interesting. Um, and yeah, we've then got um, yeah Julia Vice replying to Amalia where she said, where Amalia had said, I actually have an, an incredibly cool opportunity with my currency exchange client to run a travel focus. Why put another stop between you and Mexico, etc. Um, and yeah, Julia replies, I love that. And travel is super holiday focused. Exactly. So yeah, so Amalia replies to that, right. It's fun. And if it works, we can switch it to Europe next summer. Very good idea, Amalia. So yeah. 
you guys maybe could think about that if you'd work into the travel sector um, or if you work with uh, a currency exchange company. So yeah, we've got Kirk Williams replying to question four as well, saying most of our lead gen accounts remain stable or decreased during Q4 because lead quality can become reduced at end of year. On the other hand, watch for last minute 2019 budget shoppers who need 11th hour changes and your accounts might still close some great new clients. Got Amalia then giving another answer to question four saying another thing I like to do with some of my lead gen clients is run a thank you holiday related campaign combining emails and branding. Got Mark Gustafson then wanting to go back to um, the answer question two saying going back to this one I think when people get as granular as target particular days from last year it might be misguided. So many external factors contributed to that. If con competition moves their offers forward or backwards, things change, let alone new players. Got Lisa Sana replying to question four, saying you need to plan for higher Q4 CPCs and lower efficiencies, but not a great time to go dark. People are still working and making biz decisions for next calendar year. We then have um, Kirk saying that um, PPC chat, guys, is it just me or in some lead gen accounts, do others see a lead quantity increase or quality decrease in Q4? It is almost like crazy consumers have to get all the deals, but don't follow through on the B2B bigger things like you don't have to click on that CTA exactly. Um, and so, yeah, we've got um, Kirk saying best Q4 lead gen PPC summary I've ever read, which was, I'll say the summary again, with Lisa Sana saying, you need to plan for higher Q4 CPCs and lower efficiency, but not a great time to go dark. People are still working and making business decisions for next calendar year. So I hope you guys um, who work in B2B um, pay attention to that. So yeah, we've got Amalia saying two things I avoid doing at the holidays, letting my assumptions get in the way. If I always target females, maybe open it up so men can buy their wives presents. Um, testing, it's a bad time for it. All the query volumes change, search behaviors change. So yeah, it's a good thing to think about um, for the holidays. Don't make assumptions and continue and don't really do too many new tests at that time because yeah, loads of caveats that you're going to have to take into consideration. Got then Julia Vice replying to question four saying, um, for my accounting lead gen clients, now is a great time to hit busy execs who are shopping, planning, year end and need tools and assistance. If your lead gen plan involves calculator tools or ease of use rather than forms, get on it now. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Amal Amalia replying to um, Kirk Williams where he said, um, is it just me or in some lead gen accounts do others see a lead quantity increase or quality decrease in Q4? Amalia replies 100%. It's like they're driven mad by CTA overload and just click anything and everything because they get fear of missing out. <laughs> okay, and then we've got Mark's Media replying to question three saying we discuss budgeting, reallocation with a client as we've had mostly set budgets with a little wiggle room depending on certain campaigns since starting earlier this year. Mark's Media replies to question four saying as our main client is in the restaurant business, our campaigns are a mix of lead gen for corporate or private events and reservation calls. That said, Q4 is pretty big for said client when it comes to private events. So we're looking to get those campaigns launched. 
um yeah we've then got um julia replying to um yakuk williams again where he said is it just me or in some lead gen accounts to others see a lead quantity increase but quality decrease in q4 julia replies yep it's the contest keyword behavior don't run it. People will click no matter what and you won't get anything out of it. Um, and so we've then got um, Kirk Williams replying to J.D. Pratter um, where um, J.D. Uh, yeah, J.D. replied to Kirk's question again about yeah quantity over quality during Q4. And J.D. replies, or oh, maybe they're just prepping for Q1 buying cycle. Kirk replies, don't you bring logic into this opinion fight. <laughs> And then, yeah, J.D. Prater replies um, a gif of, oops, wrong way. <laughs> and it's a cut around. Okay. And so, yeah, we've got then uh, Matt Mason replying to question four saying, a good tip I learned from Suzanne E. Dub. So literally that's the handle Suzanne E-D-U-B. Um, is, is to by monitoring audiences. Um, sorry, a good tip I learned from Suzanne is to be monitoring audiences what happens in q4 is likely an anomaly one way or the other so if you don't stay on top of your audiences your q1 could be for could be in for a rude awakening god jason stennett replying to question four saying for professional services a key part of prep is seeing what kinds of availability is going to be don't pay to make the phone ring if the office is closed skeleton crew are not going to respond in a timely manner that is a very good advice even any time of the year i'd even say you know it's very important to know when the thin periods of time holiday wise are maybe there's for some reason there's just a lot more sales people on holiday in a certain time so you don't necessarily want to drive as much traffic during that time and you want to like slow things down unless you know especially with lead gen it's all about being able to have the sales people in the team who will be able to convert those leads into you know revenue so make sure that you've got the right sales team on hand and you know they're not technical difficulties happening so that they can handle the traffic um so yeah we then got kirk williams saying great thoughts or let's continue with question five back to e-commerce sorry lead gen people we love you too even if you can't see if you can't show insta last click um rowy with ease like we can um and so yeah but before we go into that we've got amalia's going um my B2B clients all have like six to eight months buying cycle. So I try to convince them to run different messaging to people at different points. If they're new, we leave it. But if they're even, if they've been engaging for four or five months, it's a good reminder of we're here um, without sales. Um, and then, yeah, then with question five, Kirk comes in with what percentage of your PPC budget is going to search and what percentage is social in Q4 2018? Is this a change from 2017? Um, we've got um, Julia Vice replying with 70% um, social, 30 search across the board. My guys are broadcast minded and have been treating Facebook and YouTube like TV. No kidding. Here's an age. Here's a country. Spray and pray. <laughs> Oh, Lordy. We've got Kirk Williams. That's actually, I'll pause for a second and say that that's the first time I've heard about that kind of split. Usually you find search being the highest percentage. We're talking probably 60-70% on search and a smaller percentage on social. Anyway, then got Kirk Williams replying to question five saying we are a paid search only agency. So that's where our budget goes. I'm genuinely 
um, curious to hear this from blended agencies in-house brands. My assumption is more brands are shifting to social. Max Media replies to question five saying, as we're paid surge, ditto on our budget, going to surge over social. Um, Amalia replies to question five saying, so with my one e-com client, that I'm in charge of at the moment, we're moving 100% to paid social. Last year it was 80% paid and 20% social. We actually stopped doing paid search for them in September. And then we have Amalia saying, um, I'll follow that up with the fact that they're in tourism and Expedia and Visitor all run Google ads and provide coverage there where we do not need to need to because they're top rated. Um, okay, we've then got Kirk Williams replying to um, Julia, where Julia had said 70% social, 30% search across the board. Um, Kirk replies, LOL. The crazy thing, though, as you know, with the right brand, product, and creative spray prey, you can actually work sometimes. And, and, and creative. So actually, I'll say that again. The crazy thing, though, as you know, with the right brand, product and creative spray prey can actually work sometimes i've grown in respect for branding over the last couple of years hard but done well it's so powerful hard but done well it is so powerful um julia replies well and our country has a lower population i can actually reach just about everyone for reals using that approach and since we want them to see ads broadcast remember they aren't looking at sales or revenue and facebook loves it yeah that's true um so yeah we've got Mali replying to that saying my one client came to me two weeks ago and went we just want to focus on branding for a few months and i did a hardcore dance cause now i get to explore um i didn't have to convince them and it was glorious um tim halloran then replies to question three in this thread saying um q3 no actually no just it's just him talking about q3 in terms of quarter three saying that is the best time to rake in the branding awareness use those engagement visitors list for best friend and for before and christmas um especially with econ Okay then, and then we've got Elevated Marketing replying to question five saying, this is going to depend on the client's resulting um, results to date in each channel. But one thing is for sure, we are multi-channel all the way. Um, we then got um, Kirk Williams then saying a few more questions, so I'm going to keep it moving. moving. Feel free to answer old ones too with the correct answer tag. Let's talk Amazon. Um, okay, so before we go into there, we've got Mark Gustafson replying to a question five saying, I don't have specific numbers, but the strategy is simple. Build audiences in search and retarget the crap out of them in social. Got Sean Hecken replying to question five saying about 20% going to social, mostly because we lead with search and try to avoid spreading budget too thin. Um, so yeah, we've got Kirk going to question six saying, do you have a dedicated Amazon holiday plan for this year? Roll call for agencies, activities, managing Amazon ads for clients or in-house brands. Any interesting tidbits to share? Um, but before we go into that, Elevated Marketing does a follow-up to the answer to question five, saying follow-up to the last tweet. We are really trying to create funnels across marketing channels. Matt Mason replies to question five, saying if there was ever any, it depends Um it depends answer it's this one totally depends on clients i try not to think of it as search volume versus social anymore but channel versus channel publisher versus publisher although with that said i'm doing a program and direct um doing a prog and direct publisher buys as well 
And so Julia Vice goes, I'm trying Amazon for the first time. Hi, Brian Garvin, who is obviously our Amazon expert here. So that's Bryant, as in B-R-Y-A-N-T, Garvin, G-A-R-V-I-N, that she mentioned there. With a toy client, it's full of it's full on test. We have no idea if it will resonate, but I'm pretty pumped. Got elevated marketing, elevated marketing even going, oh, Amazon ads were here. A little ticked off at them right now. But yes, we actually have a client getting better CPA in Amazon than Google, but equally as good in Facebook. Interesting for sure. Um, and then, yeah, Kirk replies to Julia and especially about Brian Garvin. Um, and, he's, and he goes, I used to play in the Amazon realm years ago even had an article rank decent for apa walkthrough ha but did but been out of it far too long now elevated marketing replies yup really have to play with by their rules or you'll get burnt we have a product um we had a product go out of stock for a couple of days and they dinged us bad um brad garvin replies awesome julia which ad formats are you doing and is it driving in and is it driving in platform? Um, so yeah, Julie replies to that, say we bought some kind of managed deal. So I think it's product ads, something that looks like masthead and it's driving in platform. You can tell how new I am by the terminology I use. Um, Brian replies to that. So guessing sponsored product, sponsored brands, formerly headline search, and you are doing it through an Amazon managed media buy. Um, Julia replies, yep, all that sounds about right to me. We're doing this along with broadcast media, Spotify, and Google search. So it's pretty robust. Glad to have the managed service in this case, because as much as I want to learn, I have a lot happening at once. So we then have Kirk Williams going on to question seven, saying, um, do you believe this year will be different in some way for holiday consumer behavior? If yes, how so and why? Um, and so, yeah, we've got Lisa Sanna then first replying to um, Kirk Williams when um, for question six, where he said, do you have a dedicated Amazon holiday plan for this year? Roll call for agencies actively um, managing Amazon ads for clients or in-house brands. Any interesting tidbits to share? Um, Lisa says, I think if brands don't have an Amazon ads holiday strategy this year, they're going to quickly realize that they shoulda, coulda, woulda. <laughs> that was an interesting reply. Got Amalia replying to question seven saying, I think that consumers value efficiency so if you don't have an easy to follow path for them from beginning to end of their journey cross device two you're going to lose out we've got kirk replying to question seven saying i think we're going to see the biggest year ever for mobile conversions like not just in the way everyone has always said the year of mobile but i think an astonishingly an astonishing number of people will convert on mobile devices for holiday sales in 2018. So guys, yeah, watch out for that. Possibly the biggest year ever for mobile conversions and knowing the way that it's been talked about um, before. And he continues, which Amalia Falia Amalia um, also goes to your point. If your mobile experience sucks, it's going to be a rough holiday season. Um, he continues, people have been visiting on mobile for a while now, but this year they're ready to buy on mobile. Throw your old bid adjustments out the window. It's a new ball game this holiday season, in my opinion. All right, that's some like big words there. I'm actually definitely looking out for that trend. We then have J.D. Prater then replying to question seven thing, saying that I think it will start earlier, yet it happens more mobile. 
with more compulsive buyers, which means Amazon will dominate. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Amalia then saying, play the mobile Christmas game right. And you've got new returning customers. Make something easier for someone this holiday and you won't be forgotten. Um, yeah, Amalia then replies to Kirk where um, Kirk says, we're finally seeing industry-wide mobile UX slowly shift well um shift well attached to increased consumer trust and expectations it's finally here it was kind of last year too but i think it's going to be mammoth this year based on trend shifts i'm observing in clients already and my replies totally now that my clients who haven't adapted are feeling the pain or having of having not adapted i feel mass adoption is coming down the pipe so um yeah this is all in regards to the the whole mobile experience and making sure that you're you've got a mobile optimized site um so yeah we've then got um kind of going on to um question eight saying that if you could give one piece of advice for holiday prep for a new ppc -er, what would it be um but before we go into that we've got Amali replying to um tim halloran where tim had said in a, for his answer to question seven saying yes 100 percent instagram is where it is at Right now, spending on that channel is going to be at an all-time high based on what we've seen this year. And not just with millennials, stories and messaging ads, messenger ads are going to be a big hit too. Um, Amalia says, I don't hate story ads if they're interactive or video. They do a lot for me. Um, and yeah, we've also got um, yeah, Kirk saying that um, Amazon numbers are going to be astounding this year as well. And then we've got um, Mark Gustafson replying to question seven saying, I think that Black Friday is turning into a multi-week thing. Not groundbreaking, but people are more and more willing to buy early. Wait, because it no longer is true that lowest prices are on Black Friday or Cyber Monday. However, I think Amazon will be dollars a day um, of, will be expensive day of. Um, JD Price said 90% of my shopping is done on there. So that's on mobile. Um, and yeah, and we've got... Um, Mark Gustafson ran replying to JD Prater and Kirk where, yeah, where JD just said 90% of my shopping is done on mobile and, um, and on Amazon. Actually, no, JD Prater actually meant 90% of his shopping is done on Amazon. Um, so yeah, so Mark replies, I think there are two games here. I think real bargain shoppers are looking off Amazon and there's opportunity if your prices are lower and for the less intense shoppers, Amazon will kill. Um, we've got elevated marketing replying to question 19 start learning amazon ads is going to be necessary for e-commerce um so actually that's in reply to question eight so this is advice one tidbit advice for holiday um, advertising for newbies um so yeah start learning learning amazon ads is going to be necessary for e-commerce from mark from elevated marketing kirkwood williams goes uh, my biggest piece of advice is talk to clients early and pencil in dates in August or September to discuss strategies, add creative, etc. Make sure there is a plan for approach and step down. Planning is important. Mark Gustafson replies, LOL, at your Thanksgiving break. Um, and then we've got Doug um, R. Thomas replies, planning solves 95% of your problems. Communication solves 4% of your problems. The other 1% isn't worth letting your turkey get cold for. We've got Amalia replying, um, um, question 18 for noob. Learn from everything that is targeted to you. Learn from those around you and check your assumptions. Don't look at the campaigns through the lens of your own experiences, but through the target market. Oh, and plan now. We've got Lisa Sana giving an answer for question eight, saying set up and frequent clear communication ca cadence 
with clients, team, and partners. Things will go unexpectedly. It's how you adopt and adjust that can make all the difference. Um, Amali replies, planning and communications in all caps, so key, so often forgotten. Um, Mark's Media replies to question six saying, Amazon is a note for us. To question seven, they go, as you mentioned, Kirk, mobile conversions are likely to increase this year. And for eight, Mark's Media goes, coordinate with client on a holiday strategy if it's promoting certain products, using certain keywords or copy, etc., etc., and ramp up budget or bid strategies as the holidays get closer. Um, so yeah, I've got Kirk going, woohoo. Thanks everyone. Great conversation. Now we're all going to do awesome in Q4. Final bonus question to leave you with. Is it okay to listen to Christmas music while working on holiday ads, even if it's only September or October? I'll go, no, no. Let's wait till we get Halloween out of the way. Maybe even wait till 1st of December. I feel like I'm not ready for this season. Am I the only one that feels that way? Um, anyway, <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I feel let's, let's wait till after Halloween, Kirk, you know, to, to get those Christmas songs on. Who's your favorite artist, guys? Mine is Michael Buble. Michael Buble can do no wrong for me when it comes to Christmas time and, you know, your like your, the our old favorites, the Mariah Carey's, the George Michael, and um, yeah, I feel like the um Louis Armstrong and uh, those guys then Frank Sinatra of course I've done some great Christmas hits I'm actually looking forward to um listening to those ones so uh, yeah so it looks like we've got um Elevated Marketing is going to be leading us in the talk next week and, and they say join us next week where we will talk about attribution any questions you want to make sure we discuss next week so guys yeah sending your questions you know through a comment on my site or through commenting through the podcasts which is now available on both Spotify and Apple podcasts amongst um other other channels where those are like I feel our two favorites so please if you're not going to listen on if you're not going to listen on um on my website website if you want to be able to subscribe and make sure you know that any new updates are coming out the new episodes are coming out subscribe on apple just search for ppc chat um yeah basically the handles that's ppc then chat um and you'll find um, all my episodes about what we've been talking about for the past 20 plus weeks. So yeah, so it looks like Kirk Williams is going on, going, of course it is okay, in answer to whether we can start listening to Christmas tunes, and he goes with, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. No! Um, yeah, we got Julie Bacchini giving some, some really like great, great feedback of great job hosting today, Kirk. Um, next week's chat will be hosted by Elevated Marketing and will be on attribution. Um, and then, yeah, Kevin Klein also then replies to question eight saying, don't sweat it, do your best practice self-care almost everything in your life is more important than the set of bid changes you're stressing about and eat arby's um yeah and um and then amalia goes mm, yes always i didn't start in july <laughs> um so yeah i'm going to end um our chat here you know it's been um you know great great chat i feel i hope you guys learned a lot about what to do for Christmas time, plan a lot, you know, communicate a lot, use Amazon ads and yeah, mobile sounds like it's going to be really great and really big um, this time of year. So guys, don't forget that. 
Um, so yeah, so really looking forward, um, you know, to meeting some of our experts who are going to be actually coming down into London for PP the PPC Hero Conference next week. Are you guys going to be there? You know, you know, let us let me know. We're doing like a bit of a meetup. Me, Julia Vice, got another lady, um, Pauline Jacoba of Group Twenty Seven, who's also going to be. I'm going to be um, chatting with. Um, yeah, it's really exciting conference times. You get to meet the people you chat with on social media face to face. So I'll be, um, yeah, updating you guys on how those chats went. So yeah, I hope you guys have found this talk useful and taking some great takeaways that we've been given from these experts. Um, if you want to chat about this topic or, you know, any paid media or data analysis solutions, please do feel free to get in touch with me by sending me an email at hello at mindswan.com. And remember, for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed to be done beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye.